Hey everybody, it's Jay White from Good Copywriting Clients. Welcome to today's podcast. I uh, hope you all had a wonderful, for all of you who are celebrating the 4th of July and the American Independence Day, hope you all had a wonderful holiday week filled with uh, lots of sun, lots of swimming, lots of family time, lots of uh, uh, cooking out on the grill, and of course, lots and lots of fireworks. We had a great time. We had an event at our church that we helped out with. It was an outreach for the community um, with music and food and, and bouncy houses for kids and all that kind of stuff and culminated in uh, um, an evening with a gigantic fireworks display. So great day, a lot of fun. And um, really, really enjoyed it. Hope you did too. This week, we're jumping back into the fray, back to work, unfortunately, as the temperature starts to rise here in the Midwest and <laughs> get into that nice midsummer boil that we know and love so much. If all of, I don't know where you live, but I, I lived in the Midwest slash South my whole life, and uh, this is pretty much how it works. So, yay. Um, thank you, uh, Lord, for air conditioning. Um, so this week we're going to talk about a few things. I, um, something that I think is really going to help your copy, um, as you, as you write your copy, something that you can do very easily to help spruce up your copy, to help get you, uh, uh some copy that you're, you're just kind of comes to life on, on the page. And you know, you, the stuff that, that your clients look at and they go, Oh man, this is awesome. And this all goes back to some things that I learned in my catalog days, okay? But first, I want to uh, uh, just drop a quick note here. If you're not um, in the copyleadsnow.com program, uh, I urge you to check that out immediately, copyleadsnow.com. That's a, a um, little daily newsletter that I send out every weekday with 10 of the hottest remote-based copywriting job leads of that day listed for you, Okay. Uh, which means you don't have to go out and find these things. You know, there's there's thousands, literally thousands of, if not tens of thousands, of jobs out there right now uh, in the what I call the reactive marketing world, where you're reacting to somebody saying, "Hey, I need a copywriter over here," and uh, there's people that need what you and I do, folks, need it badly. Okay, all kinds of niches in all kinds of copywriting specialties. And uh, they're looking for you. So what I do is I go out and I grab a snapshot of 10 of some really good leads for that day, put them in an email and send them out to my subscribers. Every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, you get a new list of 10 leads to follow up on, to check out, to look at, to apply for, okay? And uh, if you wish, and uh, if you see, don't see something on one day, you, you know, the next day you get 10 more. So if you want something that's going to help you market yourself and like right away, <laughs> this is how to do it because I'm right now, I'm offering these to you absolutely free. Okay. I want to send you 500 copywriting job leads over the next 90 days, absolutely free. All right. All you have to do is go to copyleadsnow.com. And, uh, you know, tell me where to send them and boom, you're on the list. You're going to get the next uh, mailing that I do for those. I have hundreds of people that are in the program. They love it. They're always, uh, I just got an email last week from a, uh, somebody who had, uh, was going to start work at one of these gigs that she saw on my copy leads uh, now list. So I'm really tickled about that. Um, 
And I've got some other things in there that you might be interested in too to help you get more jobs faster um, and easier. So uh, make sure that you watch the videos uh, that you see after you sign up for the for the uh, leads. Okay, so copyleadsnow.com is where you can get those. Again, right now, absolutely free. Love to have you aboard uh, and start working with you to get more clients. Now, let's talk about um, how to spruce up your copy. Like really, really spruce up your copy, okay? Um, as most of you know, uh, one of the, 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 the way that I cut my teeth in the copywriting community, I started out in radio and I did some radio for a while and that was great. And that's kind of where I found out maybe this is something I could do, but it was in catalog. It was in catalogs that I really saw my talent start to flourish and really got to learn about direct response and how to sell something to somebody through the written word. And, you know, the thing about catalog, folks, is that you have very little space and time and words to sell something. You know, in a sales letter, you might you might write 3,000, 5,000, 8,000, 10,000 words in a sales letter to sell a product. Um, in an email, you may write, you know, 400, 500, 600, 700 words to sell a product. In an article, in a piece of content, maybe 750, 800, 1,000 words, okay? Catalog, they hand you the layout for the page, which, by the way, the designers always get first dibs on the page, right? So they, if they want to make a picture huge, they make the picture huge. And guess what uh, gets squished, at, squished down <laughs> considerably? Yes, the copy. So they hand you a layout and they say, okay, here's a, a thing, you know, you need to uh, write for these six, eight, ten products. And um, each one of these little spaces that you have is maybe, you know, 50 words, 75 words, 100 words if we got lucky, okay? Rarely we got over 120 words of space in a catalog. Catalog space is like gold. It's, you know, because it's it's limited. It's not like an internet page where you can just, oh, I just keep going and going and going and the scroll, 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 and it's all digital. No, there's literally a, an edge <laughs> to the whole thing, right? So every piece of, 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 of millimeter uh, type of, of space on a, a catalog page is absolutely valuable. So everybody's fighting for it. So... You know, sometimes I get a product that would cost several thousand dollars, a, a, an outdoor-based product. This was for Bass Pro Shops, by the way, if, if you don't know me and, and my story. I was writing for Bass Pro Shops for uh, uh, six, seven, eight years before I, I went freelance. And so I can tell you everything you want to know about fishing, camping, hunting, boating, uh, outdoor, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, um, and I wrote about all this stuff for years. And so, you know, they would give me these, these, these spreads and they would be like, you know, you've got to make this work in 60 words. <laughs> and a lot of that space had to be, you know, technical stuff that had to be included in here. Sizes include blah, 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 weights, lengths, widths, you know, and which cut down your marketing copy even more. So to say that every word um, was, you know, needed to be absolutely on the money in catalog would be an understatement. All right. But it's where I learned how to write copy. It's where I got to be good at writing short copy, 
which translated very well into writing really good emails and autoresponders for the internet marketing community. And you can find out more about me and how that all works at emailcopyguru.com if you want. But let's stay on point here. So, you know, I'd get these spreads and I'd be like, man, how am I going to sell this product? It costs several hundred dollars, maybe several thousand dollars in 80 words, you know. So one of the things that I found out very early on was um, to use the five senses to help sell products. To use the five senses. And of course, the five senses are sight, hearing, smell, uh, touch, and oh my goodness, did I just forget one? Taste. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I totally blanked on the last one. Sight, hear what you see, what you hear, what you what you smell, what you touch, and what you taste, right? So I found out that by inserting the element of the five senses into copy, all of a sudden the copy would come alive, would just absolutely come alive because you're, you're starting to target uh, a place in people's psyche that really, really can paint that picture in a bright and colorful and amazingly clear way. Case in point. Okay. Um, one day I was at the, uh, writing for, um, a, a spread in, in the catalog at Bass Pro Shops and it was all fish cookers. Okay. Fish cookers. So I had, um, shoot, I don't know, man, maybe a dozen, um, uh, uh, fish cookers on this, on this spread of, of catalog that I had to write for. And, you know, a fish cooker is kind of a fish cooker. They're, you know, usually made of aluminum or stainless steel. There's a propane, you know, burner underneath. There's a, um, like a, a, a little um, thing that you lift the fish out in, you know, and there's, it's, it's just, it, it's kind of the same, <laughs> kind of the same thing. Um, so here, you, I got to make every one of these things sound different in, you know, and there, there's 10 of them there. So I started thinking, how can I really sell these things and sell them uh, in a way that's going to make this work? And it just, it, I mean, it hit me. I'm like, you've got to put this stuff in their mouth, in their eyes, and in their nose. Okay. So as I started writing for these fish cookers, I'll never forget this. This, this was, I started writing in the morning. Okay. And I started writing for this fish cookers and I started talking about how, uh, this cooker would make your fish, you know, that golden brown, that beautiful golden brown texture. And when you break it open, the, the snow white meat inside would be, you know, tender and, and juicy and, and delicious. Right. And then I started talking about how it would smell as the fish was cooking and how that beautiful aroma, you know, of, uh, uh, would, and, and how it, every bite would just be so delectable. Right. And so I started just talking all about these different ways that you could, uh, uh, describe the actual product, the benefit of the fish cooker, which is a very key point to make. I was, I was not talking about, uh, going on and on about how sturdy the stainless steel, you know, construction was, or the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the fish cook, the dipper that you would bring out the fish in would, you know, is, is made of high tensile wire or whatever. I don't know. No, I was talking about the finished product because 
to sell a fish cooker, you got to put that fish right there on the plate in front of them and they got to be tasting it. Now, as I, I just, I swear to you, this is true. As I was writing this, I was getting so hungry, right? Because I like fish and I, I, these fish cookers are, you know, my, my, uh, uh, we, we have big fish fried at some relatives every year. So all this stuff that was going on, I could see and I could smell and I could taste it and I could feel that, you know, that, and it was, it was so powerful that I was just literally, I think it was like 10 AM and I'm running to the cafeteria to find anything in the candy machine that I could start shoving into my mouth because I was absolutely starving. I had written myself into a state of hungry. Okay. I had written myself into a state of, oh, I wanted to do that. And that is using the five senses. The reason that happened is because I was able to put that fish right in my mouth, right in my nose. I was able to see it. I was able to touch it. I was able to, you know, smell it. And uh, all of a sudden, all that copy just came to life. Now, this is not a new technique, guys. This is something that people have used forever. If you ever see a, an Omaha Steaks ad, right, an Omaha Steak ad, they do the same thing. They could, you know, basically what they're selling is hunks of meat, okay, and hamburgers and blah, 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 whatever. They're just selling hunks of meat. But what they do is they take those hunks of meat and they start painting that picture in your head of how it looks when it's on the grill, and those sear marks and the smoke and the, and you know and the, the 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 aroma and how they sizzle right the sizzle you're hearing it we're not it's not just cooking we're hearing it in our ears and how you know when you cut it open there's just going to be juicy and that meat's just going to be you know gorgeous and it's just going to melt in your mouth and la 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 that's how Omaha Steaks has built their business and you know gone on now to to be probably the the leader in that, in that, uh, in that arena, because they put it, they use the five senses to put it in the eyes, in the head, in the, in the nose, in the mouth of the people that they were selling to. Okay. So I used to do that all the time in my copy in Bass Pro Shop. So, and it wasn't just stuff that you could eat. It was, you know, let's say I was talking, I was trying to, uh, uh sell a fishing lure. Well, how do you sell a fishing lure to a bass, to a bass, fishermen. You put it on the line and you throw it out there in the water and you literally paint the picture of what the lure looks like when it's coming back and the motion that it makes in the water. And you put them in the boat and you put them on the, or on the shore and you put the, 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 the pole in their hand and you put the line in their fingers and you, you, you paint the picture of watching the water boil with a gigantic bass as he comes to strike that lure and the the feeling of, of having that fish on the line. If you've ever been fishing, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The tug and the pull and the way that he runs and the way that, and the fight that's on and, you know, and the glorious moment when you're able to, to reach down and grab a lip and pull him into the boat and you've got a winner, you know, all these things, the, the feeling, the sight, everything that even the smells, you know, we, we would talk about the smells of, um, of, uh, different scented baits you know, and things like that. And it would always be translated to drives bass crazy or whatever, you know, something like that. So you, if, when you start plugging in elements of sight, sound, taste, 
Um, let's just go through them real quick. Okay. So, okay. Site. That's easy. How does it look? What does it look like to you? How does that translate into a benefit for the client's products? You know, when you see it, what do you see? Like, for example, the bass, uh, uh, lure, how it looked through the water. What does that mean? Which, you know, the wig, the, the, um, the back and forth w- swimming motion of the XL 2000, you know, bass bait is irresistible to gigantic lunkers. You know, I used to write stuff like that all the time. It wasn't that it just moved back and forth is what it did. When you saw it moving back and forth, it translated into a strike from a large fish. Okay. So there's the sight thing, the smell thing. When you set up a scene or uh, some sort of, of a scenario in your copy and you put the smells in their nose, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you want to talk about copy coming to life, right? Guys, there's, the sense of smell is so powerful and, the, and the, the emotions that it conveys and the feelings that it conveys, you know, it, it's all they all come right back to life when you're when you're smelling something. For example, the Omaha steaks thing. They talked about the smell, the aroma of the steak cooking on the grill. As I was talking about that, you guys <laughs> you guys could probably smell that that steak. I mean, is there anything more delicious than the smell of meat cooking on a grill? I don't know about you, but we have a we have an olive garden uh, that we visit quite frequently uh, close by. And, uh, you know, when we go to Olive Garden, we, we eat and it's delicious and yummy. And, you know, I mean, we come out of their stuff. Now, within walking distance of that Olive Garden is a Longhorn Steakhouse, right? And a Chili's. And what else? Is, is there an Applebee's or something else there? Anyway, there's like two or three restaurants. And I can walk out of that Longhorn or I can walk out of Olive Garden with an absolutely protruding belly full of, of delicious um, food and get a whiff of that, that meat on the grill and be like, where is it? <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm going to get another bite into my stomach, but find me that charred meat. It's like you instantly are going, Oh, that's delicious. You know, I want that. It's the same way that, that it's the same thing that I did with the fish. I talked about the fish guys. I'm talking about this right now. And my stomach's literally lurching because I'm making myself so hungry. <laughs> I mean, it's how powerful this stuff is when you talk about how something smells and not just, I'm not just talking about food here, but you set a scene. Uh, how, how does it smell when you go to a seaside resort or when you're on the beach? Okay. How, the salt water, you know, um, how does it f- smell when you're in the mountains and the, the pines and the air? How does it smell when you're, you know, uh, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. If you can use smell to set up something, very, very powerful. True story. Um, had a girlfriend, wait, my first serious girlfriend back in the eighties, her and I went out for several years and, um, um, she used to wear a certain type of cologne. Okay. And she, she wore it for years and I liked it. And, and you know, it, it was her cologne. Now, years later, if I get a whiff of that cologne, from somebody who walks by me someplace in a mall or in a store or whatever, if I get a whiff of that clone, boom, I'm it's all this imagery starts coming. All this comes back. Well, that was her cologne. And then we start thinking about this and this and this and this. It's like, it all brings it back. Smell is very, very powerful taste. 
the same way. When you put something in somebody's mouth, okay, and they they taste it, and you know, I, I want you to think about uh, Guy Fieri on diners, drive-ins, and, and dives. Whenever he takes a bite of whatever they're they're making for him, you know, they make it, and he's he's always like, "Oh, I can't believe it! You're putting cilantro on, you know, yeah." And he takes a bite. If you ever notice, he will talk about the different textures that he that's that he's experiencing, and boy, I can really, you know, that. Um, you know the uh, the basil really comes out nicely, and the and the special and the sauce that you use is just adds a certain tang to it. He's describing what he's tasting, but he's not just saying, "Hmm, that's really good." No, he's giving you details, and he's giving you very very specific things. That's what you need to do in your copy when you're when you're selling something that's eaten, where you're selling something that is part of a meal. Maybe it's a a, a type of wine that you're selling, a type of drink that you're selling, okay? You've got to put it in their mouth so that they can literally taste it. The, the brain will do all the work for you. You've just got to lay the words right in front of them, and they go, hmm, yeah, ooh, I can taste that, yum, yum, yum. So we've got eyes, we've got, uh, we've got sight, we've got smell, we've got uh, taste. We've also got hearing, okay? Hearing. When you... Um, um, talk about a certain song or talk about a certain sound or talk about a certain scenario and you describe what you're hearing, man, does that thing ever come to life? I love to use old, old songs in uh, song lyrics and titles and different things in my copy because it evokes a certain memory, a certain time, a certain presence, a certain, you know, I mean, I don't know how many times, uh, you know, I've, I've been doing something, looking at something, and uh, uh, I, I, a commercial comes on TV, and they're playing a song in the background. For example, um, there, <laughs> I was sitting in, in my chair, and uh, and the, a commercial comes on, and usually I ignore these things. You know, they're um, I'm, I'm, I'm in, you've been in advertising for so long, you tend you tend to just kind of tune stuff out. But all of a sudden, there was a tune. That, that came through the TV that was from my youth. It was an old Judas Priest tune, right? Um, it was called, uh, it was from uh, the Screaming for, for Vengeance, tells you kind of a metalhead I was, guys. <laughs> Screaming for Vengeance album. And I believe it was called the, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it's this big anth anth anthemic thing, you know? And they started with this, and my head immediately popped up because I knew that song. And it went back to a time when I used to rock out with my buddies in my car to this kind of stuff, right? So, and I look up and it's an ad for a Honda Vans, right? Now, I would have never, ever even looked at a Honda van. We had a Honda van for a while when the kids were growing up. It's gone now. We don't need it anymore. It's great for other people, but I don't need a Honda van. However, when I heard that song, I instantly popped up and it got my attention. That's how you can evoke uh, um um, an attention getting device using the, the hearing thing. And, and it's not just a song. It's not just, you know, do you remember the lyrics to this song? And da, 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 da. it's all about um, setting the scene. It's like, like that beachside thing. Again, you smell, you smell the beachside thing. You smell the salt sea air, but you also hear the seagulls and you hear the waves lapping up on the, on the, you know, you're painting that picture, you know, again, the mountains, what do you, what are you um, hearing in the mountains? You're hearing 
birds and you're hearing the wind through the, through the, you know, and you're hearing a, the, a, a hawk, you know, in the Canyon and he's echoing off the, I mean, it's just all these cool things that evoke these, these emotions and these types of places that you want exactly where you want to take your reader. Okay. Um, feeling how something feels. Um, when we used to write for clothing at Bass Pro Shops, outdoor clothing and, and shoes, you know, and uh, uh, footwear, it was, it was, there was always the usual stuff. Oh, this stuff's going to last you forever. But, you know, um, there was, you always had to implement that, that feeling of soft, supple, cozy, warm, you know, or cool, breathable, you know, all these things on how it makes you feel or how it feels to the touch, you know, and when you're talking about shoes, man, you gotta, you gotta put those on somebody's feet and they've got to feel what those shoes, oh, super soft insoles, you know, provide all day comfort. And, you know, um, uh, and, and what does that mean? All day comfort, which means you can hike that extra mile, you know, where, uh, if you want to, it's, it's all about putting that thing right on the people and having them feel what it feels like. You don't want to say it feels, you know, rough and, and, you know, like sandpaper. <laughs> no, you want it to be comfortable and cool and fresh and, 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 uh, um, just all that kind of stuff. So that's a little bit about the five senses on how you can implement that thing. So when you're writing copy guys, and you're, you've got your copy there, figure out ways that you could slide in something of a sensual type of remark or a sensual type of, of setting that you can set up that will plug right in to the person's mindset of, the, of, of, of who's reading this and how it can, you know, we, it can, you're, you can take your copy from just, you know, blah, 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 to to where it just literally comes to life on, on the page with color and with vibrance and with, you know, impact and people all of a sudden see it, feel it, smell it, taste it, you know, and, and hear it in a different way than you would have earlier. So think about that when you're doing your, your copy, real easy to do guys, just real easy to do. And you'll be surprised how, um, how much life and, and vibrance and, and energy you'll inject in your copy and your clients would just love it, man. Once they start reading that stuff, they're just like, oh, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> so take that from me today and uh, hopefully it helps you. Okay. Thanks a bunch people. I, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, listening to the, to the podcast. I know I, I'm not cool with like intro music and outro music and all that kind of stuff. I don't have this gigantic studio that I do this from. This is a little bit renegade, a little bit kind of just, you know, off the cuff, but we're writers and um, I'm trying to give you the content that you deserve and trying not to flower it up with too much other stuff that I don't really think we need. <laughs> Maybe later on, if I get, you know, a wild hair, I'll, I'll find some kind of music to put on this or whatever. But honestly, Right now, I'm just good doing this. If you guys have some ideas, some things you want me to cover, please let me know. Post it down below here on the on the uh, on the podcast, or uh, send me an email at uh, j at uh, uh, copyleadsnow.com, and let me know what you think of the podcast and share it with others, folks. If you think if you have some people, some friends in the copywriting that you mastermind with, or that you you know. Um, your accountability partners with, and you think they'd like what, what uh, I'm talking about here, share this podcast with them so they can subscribe to it and, uh, and they can, they can benefit as well. 
share on your in LinkedIn, share on your Facebook group, share in in your uh, in your uh, Twitter groups, on Instagram, wherever you hang out with other copywriters. I'd appreciate a share. Okay, thanks a bunch, guys. Appreciate you uh, tuning in today. We'll talk again soon. Bye bye.